0: thank you very much um for taking my call i really appreciate it um and, and basically yeah i just wanted to talk about your amazing work with uh 20 years 20 titles i was gonna thank t- you i was gonna attempt it in german but um i said the
1: it. did you see the language switcher
0: well this is one thing we got to, we got to talk about this <laughs> language i did yeah
1: yeah um, so I can't stop uh, looking at it in Chinese and Japanese. It looks so amazing. <laughs>
0: I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> and that, that's—I mean—that's one of the reasons we 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 looked at it in class. Or you know, it's such a.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Um, what would you call it? It's such a flexible piece of work, you know, um, language and 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 visually and and um. I'm, I'm I guess first of all, just starting off, Angelo. What what what? who are you like what you're you're a swiss, yeah. swiss media company can you talk to me? yes
1: absolutely absolutely so um i am working at srf mm-hmm. srf stands for swiss radio and television so we are the like the bbc of switzerland Very good. and uh we uh we have uh departments in all the different languages that switzerland has so we collaborated with uh RTS, which covered the French-speaking part of Switzerland, and RSI from the Italian-speaking part. Plus, we collaborated with uh, Swiss Info, which is also part of the public broadcasting uh, company, and they uh, publish content in 10 languages for Swiss people abroad, okay. but also for, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I guess local residents everywhere who are interested in Switzerland. Very good. And um, I'm part of the data team at SRF. So we are three people. So there's
0: three of, three of you on the team, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And there is one more data journalist that assisted me at Swissinfo. So, and uh, we don't usually cover sports. We usually cover politics. Sure. But uh, as Roger Federer is, uh, like, the interest in his person is huge. So, and tennis, the the ATP does collect quite a lot of data. Mm -hmm. So, that was, like, two arguments um, why we wanted to make this story. And then, like, three months ago, we saw the opportunity that um, he might be able to win some important tournaments.
0: Okay, so you saw that before he'd even won the tournament so you were thinking okay this could yeah be.
1: okay yeah 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 i mean uh we put quite a lot of effort into the story it was two about 250 work hours wow. so uh yeah i mean <laughs> we could not have done that i mean we did publish it like 30 minutes after he won so that would not have been possible without <laughs> some planning
0: <laughs> so so were you watching the game, going, "You better ring, you better win this, feather because we? Oh yeah,
1: be- hell yeah! <laughs> I was so nervous. I usually don't watch any sports at all, so but uh, but I was really sweating because yeah, I mean, That's It
0: great. was a,
1: it was a huge leap of faith uh, when we started the whole research. I mean, he could have just as well had some injury and stopped playing sure, at sure. all. I, that would also have been. Um, possible so uh at any moment then, really, yeah 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 i mean that would also have been a good moment for such a story of very, course very true but um but yeah and then i i just wrote down some dates so australian open wimbledon and stuff mm-hmm. and we were just like yeah okay let's prepare and uh whenever the time's right uh let's go let's publish it let's go, yeah. and then it was really uh yeah it was perfect timing i finished like the last uh, bug fixes like 3 days before the final and then uh, yeah that was really perfect excellent
0: and um yeah I love that I can imagine you must have been hanging on hanging on every shot there for the love yeah the game, the man a few games and with regards to the piece itself then i guess well i mean we that that's kind of looks at the editorial process whereby you normally do politics uh, mm-hmm. or, and and is it a case with with your own work, Angelo. are you a programmer? What's your, what's your background? Is it, is it journalism? Is it, is it programming? Is it,
1: um, it's a bit of both, mm-hmm. but mainly, uh, journalistic. So, um, I did study multimedia production here in Switzerland and then did a two year traineeship here at SRF. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was basically a journalist primarily. But uh, as I was just always interested in programming and also designing, that was just something that I really liked. So I did um, get the position at SRF Data also um, not as a designer or programmer, but I do now cover a lot of the – I mean, I did um, program most of the things myself. So that's just something that I learned during the last year um i joined SRF data a year ago super
0: and um i guess looking at the piece could, could we could we work through the the particular sure. article Would that be okay sure
1: yeah i have it in front of me super so
0: i mean i, I originally before this came up in class uh, i came across this and um this piece and i guess to talk first of all the initial reaction was it's beautiful uh it, it like it looks thanks. it looks spectacular thanks um uh and and i guess second of all i, I was so impressed by the way you'd published the 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 kind of three step um the story the data and the how to mm-hmm. um, and and um i think that's just such an an amazing it's just not done enough in, in all forms <laughs> of journalism, you know. Um, Thanks. And for me, I mean, I used to relate it to, to you know, I, I'd follow football and there was a time when people thought there was no interest in, in, in the statistics in football. And now we see it yeah. all, all the time, you know. Uh, they become a commonplace, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. I think it's a. It's a leap of faith for readers to have such just the met methodology there. And the, um, wh- where did that decision come out of? I. I know it's. It's something that you're hoping to do in the future a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So, um, we do. We, I mean, for the last two or three years um, that SRF data exists, mm-hmm. we have almost always tried to publish the the code behind our stories so i can send you the link for example to our github page um i'm gonna open it right now i have it open here with you or do i have it open yeah um there's like yeah yeah it's the srfdata.github.io and um where we always publish um the methodology and and if we can also the data behind our story so people can reproduce what we do that's like um, something that we think is also a way of public service
0: sure.
1: so as a public broadcaster we think we have to take the lead there and really uh, become something like a role model in regarding transparency and reproducibility
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that was pretty clear that we will also for this story publish like the, uh, the whole anali- and, and analysis in R. and then one day later I also published this making of in German on medium, which was just a way of, I don't know, I feel like if you are not familiar with R and data science, uh, you cannot really you cannot really understand the code um that we publish sure. uh, usually on on the github page so i wanted to do i wanted to offer people that are interested in j- data journalism but don't have any prior knowledge of r and um, programming i just wanted to offer them uh a peek into our work like how we how we did it
0: i love it and and the pictures of the the, um, the boards with 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 your your story flow and uh yeah, exactly. It gives a great insight. It really, really does. Um, and and bringing us back just to the story again, can we work down through? And could you let me know mm-hmm. why you chose certain data? Which is always a big. Thing. Sure. We're learning, so essentially you're talking to a, a group of students who, who um, yeah, we're we're just learning how to how to apply code in a in a format like you have, whereby it makes sense. You've chosen this. The, 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 this. Um, what type of um, visualization for
1: this region, sure. example. Sure. Okay. So maybe let's start at the very top uh, on the on the black background, maybe. Let's go. Um, well, as we uh, saw it coming, that he will uh, win his twentieth Grand Slam title in the in his. Like after 20 years of tennis, that was like a no-brainer to to go sure. for this title. Yeah. And then we also thought if we have this title, we also want to show like the history of these 20 Grand Slam titles. Mm-hmm. So when did he win them? And just uh, for some context, we added the ATP rank there. Uh, we What was important to us is that we, we wanted to stick with um, like with no, the numbers that people are used to. Sure. So, for example, we also had a look at the Elo rating, um, which is which is a figure that comes from uh, chess. So uh, it's just like a, uh, another number trying to uh, show how strong a player is. Okay. But that's, for example, that's something that in the end we left away completely. Because it was important to us that also if you don't have a lot of knowledge about tennis and tennis rules, that you can still follow like uh, our our insights and stories. Mm-hmm. So we want to start easy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we could have started even easier, but I guess also if you don't really understand exactly um, the scale on the left side on the line chart, I guess you we did so we did at. The annotations, so there's still some chronological information that you can follow, sure. even if you don't understand the line chart completely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: And you've got a kind of a space invaders feel to it as well,
1: which is. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is, which is like <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it looks a bit like uh, like these points, a little the dots. Bit, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Me, I haven't me, thought about that. Me showing my age there. <laughs>
0: I uh, and then we get down to I mean mm-hmm. these really interested me, the comparisons between the players and, and I guess programmatically, how how is that done?
1: The Do you mean s- technically?
0: Yeah. The slow but steady um, climb, for example, we just moved mm-hmm.
1: on. Mm-hmm. So I mean the data is the same as uh, on the navigation line left and on the on the line at the top on the on the black background, on the, back, no, the yeah. data. And um technically it's done with d3 okay um i mean the whole story is a react single page application but uh, all the charts are based on d3 so yeah i mean it's uh, the the y scale is logarithmic because i find it I mean you can just see it a lot better cuz like the top 10 positions are way more important than like positions 100, 100 to 500. Sure. So that's why d- we decided to go for for a logarithmic scale. Okay. And then uh we I mean we we had we had to choose like the most important players. And in the end, we decided to put a very uh, strong focus on the big four mm-hmm. um, just because a lot of people know them. Sure. And also because they really are also like were, um, some of the best players of all time. Of all
0: time, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that was really a legitimate decision, I think. And of course, we had to like. Uh, decide okay. What like historical tennis figures do we want to include that was not a very easy decision. I mean others Could have maybe decided uh, something else, but uh, in the end it was just some Just tried to also here to make it not too complicated mm-hmm. to make it easy to understand and also to like um like, really focus on the most important ones, names that everyone has heard, hopefully, or just some, some, someone sure, heard the, the, before.
0: They kind of stand out above, yeah. even
1: ten, yeah. Even tennis,
0: yeah. Because Cause you got like the world ranking number one graph down below that with, with Edberg and Lendl. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, also there, I mean, there are some players missing, of course, but uh, we try to focus on the most important ones
0: excellent and if we if we move down then we've got the the serve game games one uh, and mm-hmm. th- behind that graph essentially that's that's um d3 again
1: yeah absolutely okay. uh, all the charts are done with all the d3. Are d3 yeah so. yeah and yeah, that was an easy one. We just we were lay, laying out like these chapters and uh had a lot of different questions that we were trying to answer. And one was of course, why is he so good? Why why is Federer so good? Mm. And uh like this was one part of the answer that we found pretty quickly. We just saw that uh in this regard he just really excels all the others. I mean there was Andy Roddick at the beginning of Federer's career. Roddick was um was better in this yard, Like with Serves one. Yeah. And um I mean you I guess you can criticize that we did not add him here, but it was just yeah, also for um yeah, just to keep it simple. Sure. And, and we I not mean, really mention him any any anywhere else
0: hasn't he hasn't exactly he, he he didn't win that many grand slams
1: right? yeah exactly he was just a really good server he's just a server so, machine but uh, yeah. yeah exactly yeah
0: super um and then we've got uh i guess if we look at the the direct clashes so can can you let me know about your choice with regards to uh, there's a obviously there's lots of different ways of representing this data why, why did you choose this particular format it kind of feels like it tennis balls or you know there's a the kind of tennis field for them. the head to
1: head yeah yeah um well uh also here we wanted to keep it really really simple mm. we did see some interesting other visualizations for these head to heads so with like cumulative sums or um uh we also tried something I can I can actually send you the PDF of like our draft um for for also an important uh, uh, an interesting way to visualize this. That,
0: that um, great, Angelo Cheers. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: Cool. But in the end it was um I mean we also tried like adding, for example, small trophies if whether to show whether it was a final or not. Okay. And we also what did what else did we try? We did try some some different forms. I'm going to search them in my files here.
0: There we go. Djokovic.
1: And... uh, I mean, one important decision was, of course, to add the colors for the surfaces, just because it's like uh, maybe the most important information that Nadal won more games against Federer, but most of them were on clay. Oh, clay That's sure. just so that was like the main, the main thing to, to people to, to understand for for the reader. So that was really important to stress that out that there were a lot of matches on clay. Um, Great. Oh, I don't find my other drafts. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: that's that's fine. No, no, absolutely.
1: I can look it up later.
0: Great. And, and and yeah, if you I mean if 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 you find anything that you think might yeah. be that would be amazing. Thanks for me and Angela. Um super and, and one of my favorites is if we got down to the number of games versus share ones? Yeah. Yeah. So can you talk about yeah. that? I love it because it's oh. kind of it. It's, it gives a retro feel to it, um, <laughs> and you got the older players there, obviously. And, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. re, it's a really unique little graphic, even just in the way it's been 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 um, placed on the page. So.
1: Yeah. So we were inspired by uh, an article of, uh, of pudding. I don't know if you know Pudding.cool. I do. Yeah, yeah they, they published a story about microbreweries in, in America. I, I have the link here. I can send it to you. Okay. And uh, in there, um, they also had this idea of like uh, where they also asked themselves, hmm, now what is more important? which Which is the true beer capital of America? Is it like the city with the most breweries? Or is it the city with the just most beer produced? I think that was yeah. like the the thing they tried to look at, mm-hmm. and and I just really liked this idea of like not deciding where, uh, which dimension you find more important is equality or is it quantity? So and also I mean we did see that Federer is not the best in either of the two categories. So. There's like Connors that who who played more and won more, just in regarding quantity. And then you had Nadal, Djokovic, and Borg, which won slightly more matches um, relatively. Yeah. So we we like tried to to regard both of it like quality and quantity. And uh, and that's also the reason why we rotated the whole chart 45 degrees which i mean is of course a bit unusual but i really liked how it felt in the end
0: and it also feels like hawkeye in tennis you know when they show the the, the shadow of the tennis ball maybe that's me just reading too much into it, but i was looking at going like, no yeah in like a way the, yeah in a way you're a right tennis court right yeah
1: like in a, a way you're right it could be
0: a, clay, <laughs> a clay court with, with with all the marks on it Um, so i love that yeah absolutely great. And
1: And then what we did add in the end is like this very very subtle gray area the gradient just like to add because we had we did some user testing and one or two people said "Mm, i don't know how to read it um why is it rotated and and which is like the axis and and they tried to like compare the people's vertically or horizontally and so we added this very fine, a very uh, subtle grey area to indicate, like, to make it a bit more readable.
0: Great, I got you. So as opposed to just having it in white or,
1: or, or yeah, exactly. That was at first. It was just on a white background. Okay.
0: Super. Um, and I guess I don't want to keep you half the evening. Um, no problem. Uh, but. Uh, i mean there's so much here obviously for for data students it's it's uh, <laughs> there's it, it's enough for a course in itself um is there any particular reason it's not really the right question but but you use r predominantly um is that just mm-hmm. a choice by the team or is it just what we are all comfortable
1: absolutely with? yeah absolutely it's exactly these two uh, thoughts that we had it was just my my teammate Timo um, Grossenbacher, which uh, is has been on the team for a longer time than me. He was he's really a R evangelist. Okay. He really loves R, and uh, and so for me it was kind of obvious uh, to also go for R. I mean, I do think about Python every now and then because mm-hmm. uh, I see the other data journalists working with it, and so I would quite I would be interested to have a look at it, but I. As my main focus is on front-end and, and sure. design, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I mean, I did the R code also myself. Okay. So I'm like, why learn a new language when, when I already um, master or know um, like this one and also my teammate uses it. And we do discuss it every now and then. And he's always like, no, I mean, look, it doesn't make sense to in a team of three use two different, two different uh like data analysts uh languages. That that just doesn't make any sense. Sure.
0: sure. Well that that there's good logic behind that. Um in in our particular course just to let you know, Angela, we're we're gonna look at mm-hmm. both. Um I guess that's to prepare us. Yeah, and, that's um, good. You know, prepare us for, for wherever we may end up, whether it be be uh, yeah. Or, or Yeah, but, I'm
1: always I'm always thinking about like doing some data camp tutorials on Python one day, but for now I have other stuff uh, to look at JavaScript and so on
0: <laughs> and and i'm I'm gonna ask you three more questions for first of all sure. I, I loved how you dealt with the language can you, can you let me know how you decided right well we want this to be available in english chinese um
1: and, and yeah that was a very early decision mm-hmm. um I mean, it was quite kind of weird that that he is maybe the most famous Swiss person at the moment. <laughs> I think he is. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably he is. And um, so it was clear that the interest will be pretty huge, also internationally. So, um, and
0: everyone and- loves, loves Federer. Like, what can I say? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, it's my, crazy. My whole family shout for Federer. What's that about? Don't, yeah, it's crazy. They don't even crazy. watch tennis, but when he's on. <laughs> exactly. When he's on, it's yeah, a, just one of these. It's things.
1: really a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so it, to me, it was obvious that um, at least in English and French and Italian, sure. uh, that I wanted to publish it in at least these languages. And then um, the rest was just extra. I mean... I just we offered the the story to all these different teams that are covering um, for Swissinfo these different languages, okay. and they were just all interested. Uh, I think even Arabic will um, will come next this week or next week, okay. and then we will have pretty like like all of the ten languages that they uh, write in. Um, uh, yeah, I mean that was that was it. So. The most important ones were the, the Swiss languages plus English, Sure. because um, that's like the the most. It was opinion. also the the language that was visited the most of these foreign languages. Okay. So yeah,
0: and and how did you address that programmatically then, with regards to, to did that did that affect how um, you were going to represent things, or were you considering that the whole time? Or?
1: In a way, yes. I mean, of course, we had to um we had we had to program everything um so that it was translatable so even the axis descriptions yeah. and the labels on the charts but um luckily we did have some experience with that and we did have like a logic um already in place to for translations okay so um it's really easy for us to, to also like add uh, some more languages. We uh, we really knew from the beginning on that we would publish it in different languages. So that was really um, like from the start on uh, something that we considered during the work. Super,
0: um, amazing, Angelo, brilliant. And and I guess my last question, the classic question, would be <laughs> advice for for people like myself and my classmates. What would you advise with regards to data journalism? Where, where, where would you say, okay, look, this is a good, this really helped me in my own career, or this focusing on on this and not this, or it's a broad question, but,
1: but, yeah, look, sure. Is there something that you, um, say,
0: yeah, you know, that really helped me? That that was that was a big, you know, that piece of advice, or, or, that um, book, or.
1: it's it's two things. Um, the one thing that um, is important to me is really like to focus on the reader also regarding complexity, so complexity is good during the research to really um, to get into the details that's really important, really but I find it yeah absolutely, but that's like just the first step so the second and and a really important step is to then like really ask yourself again and again like can it be shown more clearly? Can we reduce complexity just a bit more? Can we focus once more on like the key thing that we are trying to convey? Okay. And um, that's something that I find really important. And also like not trying to put too much in one chart, but split it up into different ones mm-hmm. so that each one of them is really easy to understand. That's really like one of the goals that I always try to focus on, and um, the second thing is for like people that want to get into programming yeah. uh, very generally is something, um, it's, it's like a mindset, so for example, it's a really stupid example, but last week I uh, spent two days um, setting up some stupid program um, that just did not want to work. <laughs> the way I did. And in a way, of course, I was frustrated and I thought, oh, my God, why doesn't this work? This is so stupid. I am so stupid. Mm -hmm. Why can't I do this? But at the same time, I always thought, well, in the end, after these two days, I'm going to be a better programmer or a better data journalist. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's a really important Uh, thing to remember Uh, on my desk there is a small uh, jedi which says patience you have you must have it says patience yeah you must have exactly (laughs) it said
0: in the fashion of yoda
1: exactly exactly Um, so uh, and that's something that i really have to uh, uh, say to myself again and again so even if you're frustrated even if Nothing works, and you think, "Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to do this." It's exactly this sweat and tears that, in the end, will make you a better programmer or data journalist or designer. So that's there's just no shortcut to it. It's just <laughs> super. That's super. That's just the path you have to take.
0: Well, listen, that's <coughs> that's a perfect way to end our conversation. Um, <laughs>